thank you so much for tuning in to Yoga Journeys, a podcast focused on sharing and celebrating inspiring stories of transformation through the practice of yoga. I am your host, Katherine Kennedy. This podcast came about after having experienced my own transformation, growth, and healing through my yoga practice. I wanted to share these life-changing tools with others, so I became a yoga teacher after several years of training. Throughout my years of teaching and practicing, I've talked with many other practitioners and teachers and have heard so many of the same stories over and over again and wanted to create this platform for sharing those stories. Our guest today is Erica Helgerson. Erica Helgerson is certified as a human resources professional, health and wellness coach, mediator, and Reiki 2 practitioner and is currently in training to become a kundalini yoga teacher. Personal growth, spirituality, and helping others have always been essential and have showed up in different ways throughout her life. She is a mother of twins, a yogi, a hiker, camper, volunteer, traveler, singer, gardener, quilter, artist, learner, lover, and appreciator. Well, thank you so much, Erica, for joining us today and to share your story of transformation, healing, and growth through your journey uh, in yoga. I'm really happy to have you on the show. I'm so happy to be here. What I'd love for you to do is to talk a little bit of how you got into yoga in the first place. I was in school in the 90s, in high school in the 90s, and I think that was when yoga started becoming, just a general culture started becoming a little more aware of it. And I was interested, but didn't really have a lot of outlets. But I really started doing it more actively when I was in college. Um, but even when I hadn't done it and I didn't know much about it, it was always this thing that I knew was going to be a passion at some point in my life. And I always had this feeling like I would love to be a yoga teacher someday, but I don't know how I'm going to get there. And I, I did yoga sporadically. I did a lot through college. And then um, on and off when I was starting out my career and um, being married, I did prenatal yoga and stuff, but it really became a more central part of my life during and after my divorce. And I started a real regular routine of it, both going to classes and doing it on my own. And probably a year after my separation was when I started to get introduced into kundalini yoga that's that's wonderful so how has your yoga contributed to your transformation healing and growth Um, i know you mentioned about your divorce and and separation what parts of the yoga process were really instrumental in helping you heal through that process oh my goodness it was it was really the biggest, most important part of that. During the really difficult times, um, the stress, most stressful parts of the separation, those classes and being on the yoga mat and just whether they were hard classes and I was sweating or whether they were yin classes and I was just being in a pose, that was the one time of the day of the week that I could even partially shut off my mind and be in a quiet space and know, all right, for this hour, there's, I'm here. There's nothing else I can do. There's, there's nothing else I need to really 
be thinking about, I can just be right here. And the physical aspects of it brought me so much strength, so much confidence, totally changed my body over these years. I was doing a lot of hot yoga, power yoga, and um, got myself back in shape after um, after a twin pregnancy a few years earlier. And there were a lot of times too that just being there, being in a pose, I had some really amazing awakenings and understandings of parts of my life and, and traumas and subconscious things that would come up. But when they came up in yoga, they were always filled with love and compassion and it was something that I could understand and deal with in the moment. And that's just with, you know, Hatha and Vinyasa yoga. Kundalini yoga, like, has totally opened up a million doors and I feel like it's turned my life upside down in a, in a good way. Um, and once I started that practice, I mean, I, I, I don't even have the words sometimes for the experiences that I've had through that practice and um, just the, the spiritual awakenings and consciousness that's taken place has been incredible. Um, so these, it's been about, yeah, it's been about three years since my separation and my life is just totally different. I feel totally different, but I feel more myself than I think I ever have in my whole life. That's awesome. Um, why did you choose to become a yoga teacher? Because I know that you're in teacher training now for Kundalini. So can you talk a little bit about that process and path? Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't even know what Kundalini was a couple years ago. <laughs> and I literally had a voice that um that told me to to do it um i had i had had a lot of experiences during my divorce where um i was asking for guidance and promising that you know if i got that guidance i would follow it and with each thing each step that i took and each thing i did that those voices became stronger and i trusted my intuition a lot more and so a year later, I was trying to do more, more self-growth, more self-healing, and was, um, was just learning more about my body, trying to reconnect with my body, trying to love my body. And um, I was exploring and reading about Tantra and neurobiology and um, meditation and breath work and all this stuff. And every time I would talk about being interested in these things, and in Tantra in particular, um, I would hear a voice that would just say, Kundalini, you need Kundalini. You need to do Kundalini. And it wasn't my normal intuitive voice. It was some other guide, some other voice. And I didn't know what it was. So I just kind of ignored it for a little while until I started learning um, a little bit more and actually looking for Kundalini classes. And that was how I met you because about six months later, I stumbled upon a Kundalini 101 class that you were teaching that was right down the street from my office um, on the day I don't have my children, right at the time I would normally be doing another class. And from, from that 
introductory series with you, I was totally hooked and started doing a daily practice and doing a lot of other classes. And it was a year after that that I really felt like, okay, this is, this is it. This is the style I want to learn. This is the style that I want to teach. Um, and I was a little unsure about it still. And then, again, I heard literally a voice tell me, this is it. You need to do this now. And I remember I was driving home from a weekend of skiing with my brother's family. And I was listening to Guru Jagat on a podcast. And um, as soon as she started talking, I just started crying, not with sadness, but just, it was just tears just flowing. And I heard something say, this is your next step. You need to do this. And I started looking for classes, looking for trainings, and I was starting to figure out how can I get to, I don't know, you know, Mallorca or New York City or somewhere else. And my teacher, um, Liv Anand, who has a studio in Portland, Maine, all of a sudden came up with a teacher training that was 45 minutes away from my house. And um, as soon as she said she was going to host that, I signed right up. I love all of the synchronicities and kind of like the tuning in to yourself and the, um, you mentioned like as you were going through the divorce and separation and getting to basically like relearn your body, also relearn yourself and find your place within yourself again. And then all of a sudden, all of these things, as you started to listen more and more to what you needed, just started bubbling up, (laughs) you know, right in the right time that you needed it. So it's really, really cool to hear you talk about that and talk about the process that you took to get there, to get to that knowing internally that this was your next step at each step of the way. Yeah, and it definitely wasn't something that came in one big package all at once, you know, right right after the divorce or anything. It was piece by piece. And I feel like each step and each each layer of guidance came at the time it needed to come. And it really has been synchronicity, you know, since then. I I have my kids 50-50 with their dad. And um, so I have them every other weekend. And one of the things I've always said throughout this is if I if I have the money and my kids are with their dad I'm just gonna say yes so whatever it is that comes up if it speaks to me and it looks awesome and (laughs) it checks those two boxes I'm just gonna say yes because I wanted to have more experiences and and open new doors and just just really really live while I had this opportunity because who knows what schedule we're gonna come up with in the future and um when Liv posted this training, I looked at it and it's a 10 month training and there was only two of those sessions that conflicted with the weekends that I had my kids. And I was like, yeah. So if it wasn't clear enough that it's 45 minutes from my house and within my, you know, what I had budgeted with my tax return money, it's also, you know, perfectly timed 
there's there's no doubt in my mind now that this is what I need to do. That's really awesome. So based on your experiences in all the different styles of yoga and where you are now with Kundalini, what would you share with someone who has never done yoga before and or never done Kundalini? Because as we both know, it's, it's different than a lot it's of other so styles. Different. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like relearning another yoga, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so if somebody was interested, uh, how would you, like, what would you tell them? What would you share with them as they're starting to think about getting started? Sure. I think, you know, to be very open-minded, forgiving of yourself, open to what, what is available to you. Um, not everybody needs to go to hot, sweaty yoga Bikram classes. That's not the only yoga that there is. Not everybody needs to be able to touch their toes. Um, you're not going to yoga because you are flexible and you have this, um, you know, peaceful state of mind. You're going to yoga to develop those things and to develop that that internal peace and confidence and and health for your body. Um, so I think it can be intimidating a lot of times for people who see who have maybe an image of somebody who does yoga and that that's not them but there really is a class a variety a style a teacher for everybody every teacher is different every class style is different every studio is different um so even if someone has gone to a few different classes um it doesn't necessarily mean that yoga isn't for them. Maybe it is not for them. Maybe it is for them. Um, it also might just be that they haven't found the teacher or the style of practice that, that really works for them. Um, and with Kundalini, um, it is so different. And what I've been telling people lately is, yes, it's really weird. <laughs> Even if you're used to yoga, um, it's so different from that. It's, it is more unusual. Um, we work with the breath. We're not as much about the strength and flexibility as we are about um, the, the things that we don't, the physiological things that we're still learning about scientifically and the things that um, aren't really in the forefront of the general populist idea of of your body and how it, how it works so you're working with your glandular system and your hormones and your nervous system and your spine and um and your energy systems and your brain chemistry um and because they're not those aren't the things that they teach in health class. Maybe they are a little bit more now, but certainly when we were growing up, it was a lot more about your bones and your muscles than it was about um, your hormones and your nervous system. But now we know how important all of that is. And so Kundalini, even though it doesn't, it, you know, it does, maybe doesn't look like it on the surface, that's really what we're working with and what we're doing. Um, that and the and the spiritual piece of it, which is is huge for me, um, and really why I fell in love with it. Um, being able to connect to yourself on a deeper level and 
connect to the greater consciousness of the universe in another level. Um, those are experiences that I think I have in nearly every class. And it can be really hard to explain to people who aren't really into that or aren't sure they really even want all of that. Um, but I know that for me, it's totally changed my life. That is a beautiful journey, and I really appreciate you taking the time to share it. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you would really like to share? I think the only other thing I would add is really just for anybody who, who's, who hasn't tried a particular kind, whether it's Kundalini or Power Yoga or Yin Yoga or something else, um, to just go and, and try it and be open to what you might experience and what your body does and what your energy does and what your mind does and just try it. And once you try it, if you have a good experience to keep up with it, because it's, it's really healthy and helpful to, to go to one or two classes and to have those great experiences. But when you end up with a more regular practice and it's something that's more and more a part of your life, um, that's when the real changes start to get deeper and really take effect just just like anything with any kind of exercise any kind of hobby or passion or process whether it's writing or weightlifting or um or hiking or i don't know video games the more you do something the better at it you get um the more you understand the complexities and the more you get out of it Thank you so much, Erica, for taking the time to share your yoga journey through your transformation and healing and growth. I hope that in the future, especially after you've, you've finished your kundalini training and once you are starting to teach, I would love to have you back to talk more about your experiences and your journey. That sounds awesome. I'm just honored that you asked me and I'm really happy to share all of this. It's a special, special part of my life. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to today's episode of Yoga Journeys, inspiring stories of transformation, growth, and healing. We'll have another episode ready for you soon, but until then, I hope you have a wonderful day. 